With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We are the Navy Blues. We are the old dark Navy Welcome Blues. back to the Overnight Crowd, SEN, your home of sport. Paul Sebastiati here with you, joined by SEN.com.au's very own Nick Negropontis. We're about to uh, talk all things Carlton Pont. Good to get back in the studio with you, sir. It's been a couple of weeks. There's plenty been happening There's down at the Carlton Footy Club, sir. So much to talk about. Thank you for having me here, Paulie. Always, uh, always. Brown Dog is doing a nice dance in the other studio. Thank you, <laughs> We love that. Absolutely no issues here. Um, we, Play on no 15. We love Campbell Brown on, yes. uh, on SEN. Yes, fantastic. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a it's been a strange fortnight for the Blues. We had Has it ever? We've played one good quarter of the last eight. Yeah. <laughs> and we got the four points against North. That's what yeah. we needed. And then the Adelaide game where mm. we got absolutely annihilated by a team playing their, by playing their grand final in the first quarter. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was sort of even Stevens until the final five minutes where the sort of the damn wall blew out again. So, uh, yeah, not yeah. not great. Um, let's get into the round five loss, yep. shall we? Uh, it was a 56-point loss to our boys, uh, and it was – Nothing short of deplorable from the onset. Uh, do you buy before I before we get into the bigger picture? Do you buy into the notion that the game was evened out to a certain point in the quarters in between? I don't really. To a certain point, yes, but there's more to it than just well, evening up the contest. When they got out to such a blistering start, we were always going yeah. to respond, but it was too late. Like yeah. it, it almost didn't matter. Like mm. yes, we got back into the game, but did they just take their foot off the throat a bit? Like they're a young yeah. team, yeah. They're not going to be able to do yep. it for four quarters. Yep. They did it for twenty-five minutes at the start of the game mm-hmm. and fifteen minutes at the end of the game, mm-hmm. and that was the margin. Yeah. And yep. you know what that says about us? Can we not run out games? Are we not mentally mm-hmm. ready? That's three terrible first quarters in a row. The GWS game, yep. underratedly terrible quarter. Shocking. North Shocking. got well a hold of us. Yep. Um, just didn't put it on the scoreboard. Correct. And then Adelaide absolutely torched us. Mm. That's three mm. in a row. Yeah, you can't you can't be starting on the back foot with it. Once you start once you start having to chase your tail in footy, yep. it's just ridiculous. You've got to expend too much energy and then at the back end of the game you cook. So and even when we did expend our energy in those second and third terms, yeah. They couldn't make the most of it. Didn't go in. Well those can we start on the inside can we can we talk about those inside fifties? We can. They were horrendous all night. They were they were pitiful all yep. night. Shocking. And it was not Look, I think, and I was looking at a few numbers as well, just with regards to kicking efficiency and all that sort of stuff. But from my perspective, I think it's a bit of a fallacy that our our team doesn't have good kicks. Oh, we don't have good kicks. Look, granted, there's a few in the midfield that are a bit questionable at the moment. But I think for the majority of the part, I think outside of maybe George Hewitt, I think most of our midfield are actually, you can rely on them with ball in hand. Like Cripps is actually a nice kick. When, on he, his right, when he doesn't overthink it. Yes, exactly, right? So I think from my point of view, I look at it and think, well, 
ahead of the ball. A lot of it was just decision making, mm. ball in hand, not taking the right target. And that that you can't. I actually felt sorry for Harry and Charlie on the night. Oh, so the ball sorry. Was, it was. Yeah. Uh, they were either and and it's the saying. They're either dumb forwards getting in front of them and and blocking their leading lane, so they couldn't actually run onto the ball. Or two, as the pressure gets on, as the pressure comes on you. The players moving the ball inside 50 realise, oh, no. No, they were we're, getting crunched. They were getting crunched by terrible kicks forward that put them in unfortunate situations that required them to hit packs hard just to bring it to ground. Mm. And they gained nothing out of it. Like, yeah, our ball use inside 50 was embarrassing. Yeah, deplorable. Uh, Yeah. Deplorable. And the frustrating thing is that surely it should have been addressed in game. Yeah. Like someone had to send out the message like, guys, lower your eyes. and Take your time. Find find the hit, and find the hitter. What were the moves made? Like at at the end of the day, all they really did was they moved Matt Kennedy to half back. They put Ed Kerno on ball even more. Like, yeah, I, I don't think the moves I think, made justified it. No, well, or they, fixed anything. They had to try something, but the problem was in the moment it was for for me. It's all between the years yeah. in those moments, right? We're copping a bit of heat from the same supporters here as well, just quietly for those wondering why we're. Why there were a few pauses in between that? Is that, is that Hugh and Donners? Hugh and Donners. Yeah, <laughs> Track spots. Big game coming up this weekend at the moment, just quietly, which we all get onto. For mine, the problem is decision making. Now, I screenshotted a few, yep. and obviously we can't see it because it's audio, but there are a few moments where in that second term, in that second and third term, we got on top to a point where we actually could have made inroads in that in that margin. No doubt. We had 15 to 6 inside 50s in the second term, which was massive. And then we had, I think it was 15 to 10 inside 50s, uh, 16 to 10 inside 50s in quarter three. So we outdid them, what's that, 30, 31 inside 50s to 16. Pont. We nearly, yep. we doubled their inside 50 count. Yep. But we couldn't put it on the scoreboard. No, and, the entries were atrocious. And then they cut through our zone like butter. Exactly. With short, sharp kicking that made exactly. them look like they're a million bucks, but they really just were carving through uh, a zone defense that was greatly exposed. Yep. yep. And they were finding they were finding short kicks. Yep. They were finding short kicks inside fifty. Mm-hmm. They were you would call them shallow entries, but they were hitting every chest. So, exactly. Yeah. The the difference in skill, I think, came down to our defensive zone versus their pressure around the ball. Yep. And I think they caused a lot of our bad kicks going forward mm. because of their pressure. Mm. And there was no pressure going the other way. Mm. And they just kept finding short kicks, uncontested marks. Yep. And it was, it was, it was witch's hats, yep. witch's hats footy for, for large chunks of that game. Yeah, no doubt. And we were smashed at contested ball from an overall perspective as well. It was minus yep. 26 uh, on the night. If they haven't is... got a rocket about the contested stuff. This oh, week, it's ridiculous. I think. Uh, yeah. that, but that's not even that, – that shouldn't even have to happen. No. That's the frustrating thing. And the, the even more frustrating thing is Patrick Cripps is holding up his end of the bargain. Yeah. It's everyone around him that is yeah. not delivering. Yeah. I saw, saw a stat that Hewitt, Chera, and Kennedy are all, like, significantly down. Yeah, I did say that. On Those their numbers, clearance yeah. and contested ball yeah. numbers yeah. so far this year. Chera is obviously playing a different role. Correct. So a bit, bit unfair on him. But I think one of – we'll get to team selection, but I think one of Kennedy, Hewitt, or Kerno can't play this week. And Kennedy, Hewitt, or Cook. Uh, yes, I agree with that. 100% Ed, Ed, agree with that. And yeah. I don't necessarily think that that person is Ed. I know it probably will be Ed, and mm. he's probably the one out. Mm. But Kennedy hasn't been great. Mm. And George Hewitt looks like he's struggling with oh, that hand. He, he, he's, if he clearly doesn't look ready. If not, his form has completely dropped off. Yep. And he needs to be omitted or managed either way. He either needs a week off to rest to be managed, or he gets omitted. I think it's completely dropped off. Yeah, like it's 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 not even it's not even the same player. No, 
Uh, and that practice game against Collingwood, he was enormous. He yep. was running on top of. He was probably our best player on the ground. And since that hand injury, he hasn't he hasn't looked or yep. felt the same. I don't think as well. But that's got to be within him too as well to say, okay, maybe I've passed the fitness test, but do I really? Am I really a hundred percent? Look what Ben Brown did for Melbourne, and look at the difference between the two clubs at the moment. Yep. Ben Brown passed the fitness test, but put his hand up and said, "No, nah, I don't. I don't feel a hundred percent." And it's not like we don't have the depth to cover him. Well, that's the problem. Like we are playing with too many midfielders as I it know. is right now. That's, we we that's need a frustrating thing. We need the outside runners. We need the guys who are just not necessarily like, oh, we need an extra four. We need an yep. extra defender. We need yep. players who just yep. cover the ground. Yep. And that's why I think it is time to open the rubbish bin. Yeah. It's not changing up a lot. You don't need to completely change the whole system. No, no. Just a little tweak, maybe. We need more players who can cover the ground. Yeah. And Matt Kennedy, George Hewitt, Patrick Cripps, Ed Kerno. Oh, Ed, Ed, yes, obviously, Ed's a runner. But the other three, it's not their strength to be able to cover the ground. Yeah. They're not fast. They're all the same pace. And if we're not winning the ball on the inside... Teams are going to kill yeah. us on the outside. Yeah, I think, and and this is where I think too is that foot speed and ball movement are, are two kind of different things. If that makes sense, I actually think when we're at our at our aggressive best, we are actually moving the ball fast away from stoppage. Yep. But what what how, how do you move the ball faster by hand kicking or by running by hand and kicking? Well, That's I, how you do it. The best best we've played was when we took the game completely on against Geelong. Yep. We were putting the ball in the corridor. We were putting yep. it to risky situations, knowing our back line wins one-on-ones yep. enough to, to do it. And we did none of that against Adelaide. None of it. I took or some, North. I took some screenshots of position and field set up. And in moments, it was funny. It was like in moments where we're well set up to use the corridor or take that kick on, that's going to open up the game. We just didn't. There was, yep. a, there was a passage of play where we were down, I think it was six goals to one. In that yep. first quarter, Harry Mackay marked the ball at half back, and there was the shot that panned out to his back to see the rest of the ground, right? Yep. It was perfect angle. And there were three players who got goal side of their opponents in the corridor. He just refused to take the kick. Yep. And so Jack Silvani was calling for the ball out on the wing towards half forward and pointing to the boundary leading that way. If Jack had have if Jack had have taken that mark, he would have turned around. Adelaide would have had a two and one yep. inside our forward fifty. So that's one, Harry Harry not having the intent or dare to take that type of kick, which plagued mm. our team, and that's wh- that's when we're at our worst. The question is whether that's coached in. Do, do no, we it's th- not. It's not. Do we think no they're way. just scared no. to take that? They kick? are. They're just scared to. It's. It's. I don't think it's a coaching thing. To a certain point, it is. Yes, but I just think in, inherently, mm. these players have been through three coaches. The pressure comes on them, and when the going gets a little bit too tough in those situations, they yep. go back to their pressure their pressure tendencies, which is long up the line, keep it safe, mm. don't take the game on, play within yourself, which blah, 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 blah. at times worked for us last year because we were winning every bloody clearance. But exactly. now we can't win a clearance. Doesn't we can't win way. a stoppage. No. We can't win post-stoppage contested ball. So kicking long down the yeah. line isn't uh, isn't a win-win anymore. No, no. You have to take the game on. We have to get the ball in motion yep. and get the ball to Charlie yep. and Harry and Jack or anyone else inside exactly. 50 exactly. as quickly as possible. And think two plays ahead, which Jack Silvani didn't do in that passage of play because, again, if he had have taken that mark, he would have turned around. He would have had nothing to go to. Yeah. So players need to think. It's like a game of chess, basically, in those situations too. So I I am happy. I am. You're going to lose games of football, right? Yep. I'm happy if we lose. But I know that I've actually looked at these blokes and thought, sheesh, maybe they were a little bit too, they were on the front foot a bit too much. They were a little bit too keen. Yep. That's okay. I, I'm I'm not phased with that. If the execution's just a little bit off, okay. Doesn't doesn't worry me. Doesn't worry me at all. But 
The problem for mine is, is that we had all this ball in the second and third term, all these entries that were horrible, gave our forwards no chance, leading lanes were not there. And when they were, we weren't just dropping the eyes and trying to hit up that target at all, at eye level, not high, not bombing the ball in. And Adelaide just had a field day. It was not, yeah. it was not as though Adelaide blitzed us with anything absolutely amazing. They just did the, they did the basic things. Yeah. Right for longer, and what happens? The score, you, the the scoreboard punishes you. Yeah. Do we? Okay. So the question, the main question is: Yes, we're still in the top four. Are yep. we overreacting to one loss, or is it more that our wins haven't really told the full story of the season? Today? No. See, I disagree, and this this is where I disagree with a lot of analysts. And David King last year said it. He said, "Oh, you know, Carlton only score from stoppage. Blah blah blah. It's it's their only it's the only way they can score. They need to find other avenues. They need to find other avenues." Okay, we've done that for the first four rounds. Yeah, We've found other avenues to score, and everyone said, oh, no, they're not good enough. Oh, they haven't played well. They're getting done at contested ball. They're getting done. And it was similar to what happened with Collingwood last season. The first six to eight rounds, no one believed. Margins were small. They, they, weren't, getting, they weren't getting that real contested possession game right up. They'd ha- they didn't have lopsided inside 50 counts or anything like that. If, in, in, if anything, it was against them. And remember, I was saying the numbers were actually against Collingwood. Like statistically, it was an anomaly. And that's where I was getting my hope from. I'm like, yeah, maybe they have found another way to score. Maybe they have found yeah. another layer. Maybe they've found another layer of grit and determination as well, which I think we saw yeah. before the Adelaide game. And then if you remember last year, Collingwood lost the West Coast. Yes. Well, they, they, they were horrendous that yep. day. They were just terrible. I've got a feeling that that might have been the case in the Adelaide game on the weekend. Yeah. Um, and yeah, oh, look, I don't believe Adelaide oval hoodoo. Like, I mean, what is that? Like, why, no, why is crap. it, but why is the narrative that? And why was the, and this is another thing too, from the club. And I want to, sh- I want to point this out. Why was the narrative from the club in the preview? Oh, we've never won at Adelaide oval. Mm. What, why? Uh, let's not talk about the, the Carlton uh, media. Uh, yeah. The, the, <laughs> some of the writing on that website, but it's, a, but, but, just but is it not a chasm of what's going on inside the club? My thought is, okay, we haven't won a game at Adelaide Oval. No crap. We were one of the worst teams in the competition for when Adelaide Oval came in until Michael Voss took over. Exactly. We were in the middle of a deep rebuild. Exactly. Of course, we're not going to win away exactly. games against Adelaide and Port Correct. when we're fielding uh, 15 Correct. teenagers. That's, that's just not how it's going to work. Uh, yeah. N- no, you're right. And I'm very curious because St. Kilda will come at us. They will bring heat. They will... Um, force us to kick long down the line. Yeah, that good. is what they want. Good. And if we don't adjust and take the game on and yep. not put the ball on yep. Callum Wilkie's head 14 times, which is yep. what I'm a bit worried about, uh, they will carve us up. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. will absolutely carve us yep. up and they will have a field yep. day. No, no, it's a fair point. Um, the other thing I wanted to make note of as well, and this is how you know we just weren't at the races at all. Team defense was just completely off. Um, I went back and actually had a look because there was no, I was trying to find the number for it, but I had to do the, I had to roll back through all the rounds and look through every game. So it took me a little while, but that was the most marks inside 50 a team has conceded for 2023. We conceded 20 marks. Until North Melbourne the next day. Inside 50. We Correct. conceded 33. Correct. Exactly. So oh, they, they carved us up. It was not great. Um, and I'm really disappointed. I'm really, really disappointed in a handful of players. Jacob no. Wiedering. He played his worst game in three years. I, what, what frustrates me is that, so as, as, as a team, you set up a zonal defense and zonal defense is all about, a lot of it is about communication, yep. knowing exactly where you need to stand, knowing exactly who your man is going to be at a given time when the ball comes into your zone defense, right? 
the problem was our midfield, and if you see their average position on the field when the ball was in motion from a stoppage, drop further and further and further and further and further back towards D50. And that all that is is that's just a response to pressure. Yeah. Knowing that, oh God, here we go. I'm under the pumps. I've got to I've got to protect myself and make sure my man doesn't get the ball rather than helping out a guy and going for the two on one tackle, which is when we're at our best, right? The problem there is is that Wietering should be screaming at his midfield to get out. Yeah. Get out of D fifty. Get and that's that's why the zonal defense that's why there was havoc because there were way too many players in certain areas and no one knew who to yep. take at any given time because you're just guarding space then. The communication right? was horrendous. There was a passage of play in the first term, right? There you go. There you go. <laughs> I think that was Jacob Wiedering. Yeah, that was. There was a passage of play in the first term, Pont, where Adelaide had the ball hemmed away right on the boundary line in their half-forward line, right? Series of handballs. We had Adelaide exactly where we wanted them to to be, hemmed away on the line, no chance of, any, no chance of, of them really causing any havoc, right? Handball comes back to Dawson, and our midfield has folded so far back that the lines yep. in between each have either become too compressed or they've become too far apart. And Jordan Dawson hit that kick to Fogarty in between five Carlton players. How does that happen? Yeah. Because you've got too many people back in one zone, and no one knows who to take any person at one time. So that was very frustrating. The communication um, was horrendous. There was oh, a play, shocking. There was a shocking. play. I can't remember exactly when it was. They had a kick out, and. I think it was so you had Rochelle sort of fought half of the wing. And is that had, when they took it one into the other? Yeah. Oh, so Bl- God. Blake Pond. Akers is oh. standing in between two players. Oh. And instead of coming up to guard the player who well. is about to be kicked the ball, yeah. he jumps back to guard Rochelle. But by the time he's done that, the kick has gone over his head and See? Rochelle is free on the wing. See what happens when you roll back? Come on. That's up. what happens. Well, that's 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 what happens when pressure Just, is invited. They go back into it's 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 that pressure tendency. Yeah. Roll back, roll back, roll back. Have faith that someone is going to cover the guy behind you. Yep. Come up to the ball. Yep. Like that is that is under fourteen stuff. Carlton is at their worst when those those lines of defense yep. when they start to either compress too much or fold back too much and you have gaps in between the lines or you compress way too much where you get caught out the back. Yeah. And that's how you get out of that zone. You get it over the back. So um yeah. It's it, it's it's it is a little bit of cause for concern, but it's not it's not major surgery, and no. this is this is what 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 the most frustrating thing is is that it should have been fixed up in game, yep. and that's the frustrating thing. Look, we can harp on about it. Look, I think every team to date so far, aside from probably the Saints, has, has had a stinker. Everyone has had a bad loss. Everyone's had a stinker this season, um, and I think it's just that type of year where I think, I think this is just the it's, it's, so it's going to be the best of a bad bunch. I yep. think personally, totally. There is no standout team this no. year. Not not at the moment, anyway. But, so anyway, so just we'll just on that. So. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because you hear like obviously Melbourne go down to Essendon on yep. the weekend. Yep. No one sees that coming. Christian Petrarca comes on SEN on uh, on uh, Tuesday morning and goes, yes. "Yeah, oh, we played badly. It was on Melbourne. Like credit to Essendon, they just played better than us." Yep. You know, you can feel the confidence in his voice. Like, yeah. okay, yeah, we lost one. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Whereas I feel like the Carlton sort of general vibe is, oh god, was that sort of where we're actually at? It's because we've been there before. That's yeah. why. That's what it is. Yeah. That's why. That's why. And this is this is the first really bad loss under Vossi. Yeah. Under Vossi. Oh, uh, the Adelaide loss. The last Adelaide year. loss last year was pretty bad. But the Brisbane loss last yeah. year. That was pretty bad too. But I, I think just from from an early season perspective, where you've got no excuses. Yeah. Uh, no, there were no excuses. Yeah, and 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 that's the frustrating people part saying, as well. "Oh, you know, we didn't have McGovern." We, that is the f- most. That is the closest to full strength yeah. the Carlton team has exactly. been under exactly. Michael Voss. Exactly. No, no. Full no. strength midfield, full strength forward line. Oh yeah, we didn't have McGovern. Oh, yeah. maybe we need a David Cunningham in there. Sure, but 
you can't be blaming injuries when yep. Collingwood are going over and beating St Kilda yep. without a, a player over 185 yep. centimetres out no, there. Completely agree. Completely agree. Um, yeah, th- th- some leaders have to step up, and some genuine senior players need to step up. I thought Lewis Young and Weedering was so poor on the night. TDK was he was deplorable. He was shocking. When we get to team selection, he was terrible. We pun. need to have a conversation about two Rockman. What's he talking about with regards to contracts? And I know he's not, but like, mm. what? Where? Where do people get off at? Oh, six fifty, seven hundred, eight hundred, seven fifty to eight hundred is reserved for players who win you games. Can I? Can I throw a, a, a question at you? You can. Who is a better player in the AFL right now? Yes, Tom DeConning or Andrew Phillips. You have to say Andrew Phillips. Andrew Phillips is playing his career best footy, no doubt. As Essendon's second ruckman, he's taking marks inside 50. He was one of the reasons they beat Melbourne. And Tom DeConney is getting monstered by Riley O'Brien. I think some of those players, and I think the frustrating thing for me is as well, you look at a guy like Tom DeConney, Zach Fisher. Mm. By golly, what's happened to him? Well, he would have been dropped if not for that second half half last week. He has fallen off the face of a cliff, that young man. He was shocking. Mm. And And, and I don't want to – there's no scapegoating. It's not picking out one player. I'm just – his form this year has not been great at all. Uh, Someone tell me what he's – what's what's his – when you think of Zach Fisher and I say to you, Pont, what's Zach Fisher's role in the Carlton squad? I've got no idea at the moment. I don't think he does. Yeah. I've got no idea. The best clubs – when their supporters who who are ingrained in the game, like you yep. and I are, they look at their team, they go, okay, yes, I know exactly what his role is. Yeah. I don't know what Zach Fisher's role he is. He plays a, starts at half forward, jogs up the ground, follows the ball. That's about it. What is he? Is he is he on ball? Is he stoppage inside forward 50? Is he a pressure mm. forward? Is he? I, I don't know he's, what he is. He's definitely not a pressure forward. I've got no idea what he is. I can't remember the last time he laid a tackle inside 50. Uh, he doesn't have a defined... As far as I'm concerned, from what I see, unless the coaches tell me... Yeah. I don't know what his role is in that team at the moment. No idea. I would love um, to know because, yeah, I, I think he comes out this week. Yeah. Um, the Lockie Plowman selection just baffled me. It just screamed of not wanting to lose. To me, oh, I've got no idea. I don't know. Who said Nick Newman said, oh, it was a similar replacement to McGovern. They don't even play <laughs> the same spots. They're not even the same. McGovern's an intercept. Yep. Plowman's not an interceptor. Lockie Plowman, I'm not going to get caught up on Lockie Plowman because no, you, of you know, not. I know, everyone listening knows he's not playing – He's not playing a game beyond this season. Yep. He yep. will not be on the list next no, year. No. That should have been Brody Kemp's spot. Oh, Brody Kemp had earned it in the VFL. 100%. Sure, Lockie Plowman had some great VFL form. I don't care. We know what he is at AFL level. That should have been Brody Kemp's spot. And the only reason it probably wasn't was because he wasn't on the flight to Adelaide. Um, that's It's a shame, but McGovern's going to play this week, which is good. Um, yes. Saad is tracking towards playing, which is good. Is he? That's what I've heard. Okay. Um, it's Carlton, though. You this know. was a couple of days ago. I heard he might. I heard the out. same thing, but then I've heard. Could, could be changed. I've heard that, as, those as of Tuesday. Hamstring tightness and niggles can overnight or in a, in mm-hmm. a night or two, they can just heal they can just, they and, can just and heal this themselves. And this is Carlton we're talking about. Yeah. Matthew Kennedy missed yeah. two games with calf yeah. tightness. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jack Martin was a test, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, haven't, haven't seen him since. No, David exactly. Cunningham was a late withdrawal with calf tightness a week ago. Turned into a ghost again. Yeah. Kayla Marchbank. We don't even know. Exist. No, exactly. So anyway, th- those players yeah. are perpetually injured, so we don't really need to worry too no. much about them. Getting them is, is a bonus, if, shall, if anything. Shall we look at the St. Kilda game? I think we shall. Um, now, I am big on this game. And and, and look, I, I try to, and you and I, we try to analyze the game with intelligence and with numbers and with analytics and, yep. and all that type of stuff. But I'm really intrigued as to the subplots of this game. Mm-hmm. you got Ross Lyon, who could have been at Carlton. Yep. Liam Stocker, who 
it could still be at Carlton. Uh, but Liam Socker's got a defined role at St Kilda. They've told him don't kick the ball, don't kick the ball long. Clearly, yeah, short, stick to your man, uh, and he's he's thriving there be as the well. Be the barometer, be the tough guy. Yeah, and and I tell you what, uh, they come into this game with their tails up. I know they got beaten by uh, Collingwood over the weekend, but they finished that game with a flurry, which is a real worry because we yep. finished so poorly against Adelaide. Uh, no Caminiti for them. Memory comes back in. Yes. That's, that's an upgrade. So Memory will comes five. back in. Steel will have 30, as he always does against Cripper. <laughs> yeah. uh, he does like to tag Cripper. He does. Uh, yeah, tough game for us. It is. And you mentioned it there very briefly. And I don't want to harp on it. Mm. The Carlton Football Club was very quick to dismiss Ross Lyon. Yeah, too quick. Too quick. Especially, But is, is, is what he is doing at St Kilda now a product of sort of Everything coming together. He's Honeymoon got, period. He's got everything he wants. He's got full control of that club, which he would not have had at Carlton. Yep. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, it's it's just worth mentioning that he could have been coach of the Carlton Football Club and we chose yeah, look, to, to move move him on. It is what it is now. It is what it is. Whatever. I just think it's worth saying. Yeah, but we, we all point. know Ross, you know, he's, he's a very, very good coach and a, and a master tactician and a master motivator as well. So, so my question to you is... Off the top, well, not off the top of your head, but who from last week's team does not play this week if you're in charge of selection? <laughs> go on, Pla- go Plowman. on. Plowman, I mean, Plowman doesn't play. Plowman's not playing. We know, we know that. Plowman doesn't play. I think Cowan needs a rest. Not a rest, but I just think he needs a stint in the seconds now. Yep. He's had his he's had his month, month and a bit block. Yep. We know he's probably going to be AFL. He's going to be an AFL body for quite a while. I think we've seen enough to be like, yep, you've got what it takes, the physicality, the mindset. Yep. Ability to be to play a one on one, which is what you, what you need in those plays. But and I think now they've got to release him, yeah, and just say, look, go down to the seconds, find some footy, find some footy, get yourself 25, 30 disposals, use the ball well, uh, become that rebound off halfback now as well that we we kind of want you to be too because it's a beautiful yep. kick, he's a lovely kick of the ball. Uh, so Plowman and Cowan to potentially make way. I think one of Pidney or De Koning goes out. Um, and if Pidney is fine, then it's definitely De Koning. If Pidney is not, so you reckon they just play one ruck? I think we play the one ruck because we are so slow. Yeah. Around the ground, we have no forward pressure, and I know Josh Honey doesn't deserve a game, and I think he probably still comes out. Mm. But we need that extra runner. Whether it, even if it's say, hey Zach Fisher, your job this week mm. is to do ex- just follow what Corey, Corey Durden does. Yep. Your job is to emulate w- what he does, and we'll find someone else to replace your yeah. sort of floating half forward role. Whether yeah. that's a Lockie Fogarty or whoever. Mm. I know it's 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 a different mix, but St Kilda don't have a second ruck anyway. So we would be giving up, you know, Tom DeConning versus maybe like, yeah, who even does the second ruck at the moment? I honestly don't even know. Because... Jack, Jack was doing it. Patrick Cripps was doing it. No, I mean for St Kilda. Oh, for St Kilda. Yeah, uh, ooh. They don't have, Caminiti Cam- comes out and Memory's not doing the ruck. Oh, Cordy. Cordy, yeah. yeah. Uh, Membry could do it, though. Yeah. Membry can they, do it they, if they, they need it. They weren't coming off a leg injury. No, no, but, no, no. Um, like, do we need the Tom DeConing versus Zane Cordy matchup? I don't think we do. Uh, look, I... He doesn't hit it to advantage anyway. I prefer us to play two rucks. But when I say that, what I would like to see is I would actually like to see us... I would like to see us play Pittenet as the main ruck. Big time. He, he should be doing 75-80%. Play Tom DeConing as maybe a maybe a full forward or a half forward to lead up and hit up. Yep. And then he can go into the ruck for 30% of the top. And that's when you get the benefit of Tom DeConing, when he can jump and leap over someone who's a yep. little bit tired, if that makes sense. So 
yeah, it's Completely an interesting agree. selection scenario as well. So that could be the case. I think that now looking at the reserves, they could go, they could make a minimum of four changes here just based on form and maybe forced through yep. through injury as well. So McGovern and Pitanet, I believe, are going to be fine. Yep. Looks like those two are going to play. Sardi's probably the one, probably now from what you were saying, it's probably 60-40, 70-30 that he plays. If he's not right, don't risk him. And that's where Chincotta has to come in. Chincotta has to come in. We Uh, have two debutants this week, I think. Uh, Chincotta and Bins, you think? I think Bins plays this week. Okay. That's not based on any information. No, 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 neither neither is mine I just think, yeah, yeah, when Chincotta plays, if Sard doesn't. Yeah, correct. I think that's, we we both know that. Yep, 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 absolutely. But I think this is the week Bins has had Three really strong VFL games. Oh, he's been fant- he's been fantastic. He's been people. Awesome. I'll be so happy with the way he's. And, I think you know what it is. The one thing you worry, but not worry about, but you you kind of you have this thing where when these young kids come into the system at VFL or anything like that in their first year, you think, oh god, is he going to have the eight disposal game? Where yep. like, oh no, he's just come in and gone bang. Yep. What I would be doing is I would be saying Zach Fisher, you're a small forward this week. Your job is to lay five tackles inside fifty. Uh, Jackson Bins, you're coming into that Zach Fisher role. I mm. want to see you at half forward. Mm. We're going to put you on ball once. You're going to relieve Ollie Hollands on the wing whenever uh, he comes. Three to wingers. Bench. Three wingers. I like it. Not yeah. Lockyer O'Brien, though. He can yeah. be the sub. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Not, not fast. Yeah. Bins has gone ahead of him for all I'm concerned. Yep. Uh, those, are the, those are the two things I want mm-hmm. to see. I want to see Chincotta and I want to see Bins. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as anything else goes, yeah, McGovern obviously comes in for Plowman. Yep, and I would still probably consider going with the one ruck only because okay, I'm okay. just I'm just worried about our spread, okay, and I'm worried okay. about our forward pressure. I, I, look, I, I don't think I don't think that is going to hurt us from a spread perspective. I think what we look at is, is yep. and when I when I went back and forensically watched the game and looked back at the numbers, and I was doing with this with a good mate of mine as well, who's um who, who's a pommy, the one who does all these brilliant analysts, great analysts with all these tactically, he's just he's a jet. We're looking at it, and I think it's it's just a it's a little bit of a fallacy that we're not a fast team. Now, when I say fast team, Pon, I, I'm talking about ball movement because yep. that's the fastest way to move the ball. The fastest way to move the ball is by hand or by foot, yep. right? Not by running, right? Yep. I think that Adelaide game exposed us for we we looked slow and lethargic because that was how we were moving the ball. Yep. You know, that foot speed type of thing is is irrelevant if you're actually getting your hands yep. to it first, shoving the shoving that handball out, getting the quick hands and getting that low darting entry yep. in to give your forwards the best opportunity. To me, it's it's at the center where it's like, okay. That too. The, 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 we've, we've lost the clearance. Yep. They've got the handball going forward. Yep. And all of our guys have yes. no chance to catch up. It's the defensive spread. Yep. And, and the ability to stop that. Which is why I want to see bins and I want to see whether it's a Fogarty or whether it's someone like that who can um, cover the ground a bit better than someone like Kennedy or Kerno. Correct. Okay. Question. Yes. And let, I want to address an elephant in the room that has been building and building and building and building for the last year and six months. Mm-hmm. Paddy Dow. Now I've <laughs> ne- I've not been sold on him, and I've looked at all the numbers and yep. looked at the way they've approached midfield as a club and and as a midfield unit and and the role that they've given him at VFL compared to the guys at AFL level. Who he's coming up against? He's coming up against Cripps and and Hewitt and Kennedy in that particular inside mid role, right? Those handball cent not not Kennedy so much, but Hewitt and Cripps, the handball centric midfielders. Which when you see his numbers, yep. it's like a one to two ratio at VFL level. I was not sold on him, haven't been sold on him, and have told people if you think Dow should come in, you know nothing about football. But <laughs> I will say his last two weeks, there seems to have been a little 
little bit of a change in what I've seen and a little bit of a change in what I actually believe. Okay. And I think you watch the VFL closer than most. Yeah. If, if they want to rotate, if they want to rotate, Hewitt could come out and I could, I would say to Dow, come in. Yep. And I just say, go. This is the thing. I think Kerno comes out, and but if you're also resting Hewitt, then Dow definitely comes in. I think if Ed, yeah, I think if, I, w- I wouldn't be against Ed coming in and then playing Dow. The only problem yep. is, is that Dow is not as, well, I say flexible as Ed Kerno, but they've tried to play him in that half forward role, which I, if I see Ed Kerno at half forward <laughs> this weekend, I'm going to go, oh, man. No, we need someone else in that Ape one. proverbial is what I'm going to go. Yeah, no, Ed, Ed Kerno is not a half forward. No. We saw that under Brendan Bolton. Yeah. We saw that under David Teague. He's not a he's not I a don't want to see it. No. I don't want to see it. That role should be, you know, someone who is playing at the VFL yep. level, who plays in that role. Yep. That's the thing under Voss last year. He played everyone in their positions. Mm. Now we have too many midfielders. Defined roles. It's yep. all about defined roles. It's funny too, Adelaide turned Ben Keys into that type of forward. Yep. Now we're trying to do that with Ed Kerner. We can't do it. No. He doesn't have that football now, if that makes sense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Agree. He's just a runner. He exactly. runs, he tackles, he follows. Exactly right. And um, he's great at it. No, he is. He is indeed. No, I, I and, if, and there's no knocking that, but we've got to move past. Like, we're moving past, oh, effort. Oh, let's applaud him because he runs hard. Let's applaud him because, correct. you know, like, it's, I'm done with that. And we should have been done with that a while ago. Um, so let, let's not revert back to that, shall we? There, there's layers to it. There's yep. levels to it. So, um, okay. Sunday, 3.20 p.m. Marvel Stadium. Uh, huge game. Sunday, prime time. Apparently, it's a sellout. They're expecting <laughs> nearly 50,000 there again. Um, it's it's absolutely enormous. Um, simple question. Can we win? Of course we can win. Mm. The St. Kilda team, yes, they get memory and steal back. But mm. if you li- were to line up talent for talent, our players are better. Completely agree. Completely completely better. Like, yep. in every facet, in every line. Mm. So, of course we can win. Mm. The question is, they're coming in with red-hot form. Yep. Yes, they lost last week, mm-hmm. sure. But they, as you said, they finished the game really well. Mm. We're coming off sort of a confidence-shaking loss. Yep. Um, I will be tipping St. Kilda. I am a pessimist, yep. of course. Yes, that's okay. Knows. No, that's okay. That's all right. But you can tip with your head. Of course Carlton can win this game. And the key, I think, will be exposing, um, getting Cal Wilkie up the ground and exposing whoever is not on the Cal yep. matchup. Yep, I completely So if he agree goes to Kerno, it's a Mackay game. If he goes to Mackay, it's a Kerno game. That, that's And that all starts with winning the stoppages and getting ahead in the in the clearance and the mm-hmm. post-clearance game, mm-hmm. which is something we have not done all year. I would like to see Sam Walsh more on ball this week um, with with Kerno coming out. Yep. I would like to see him basically taking Kerno's center bounce attendances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be resting Hewitt this week, and I would be putting bin, yeah. bins in that spot. Yep. And then obviously... I would have Jim Cotter in there as well, at, at, potentially facade. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously the McGovern Plowman switch. Mm, mm, that's mm, that's what mm. I'm seeing this week. Yeah, I, I think again players that could come in and out. I think just based on VFL form, and this is not they'd have to change up a little bit if they were to uh, Kemp, Jim Cotter, Kemp, Jim Cotter, Durden, Sam Durden, who I thought was actually really good in the reserves on the weekend. So Kemp, Jim Cotter, Durden, Bins, and yep. potentially Dow as well. The beauty about the scenario coming into the St. Kilda game from last week is that the VFL had a fairly strong performance yep. and the drop-off from the AFL team was coincided with a great performance from a lot of boys at VFL yep. who are bashing the door down now. Like they are thumping the door, which is fantastic. And it's reward, perfect. reward the form. That's the silver lining with yep. the loss, 
right? Is that we've got guys in there who, if if the if the coaching panel want to make changes yep. and omissions based on form and tweaking things, they can do that. So, Kemp, Chincotta, Durden, Bins, Dow, yep, all potentially up for selection as well. Even Jack Carroll, maybe if they want to go down that path, because he he would have been close to the starting lineup too, because he was the sub, yep. against North Melbourne. So maybe they could go Which down. Which almost that path. to me says that they see Carroll ahead of Dow. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Both different roles at VFL level, but but, but that is a point. That is definitely a point. Uh, I am going to tip, based on the proviso that McGovern plays. He's so important. If McGovern plays, Carlton will win. Yep. That's the provide. That's the caveat for me. He has no natural matchup for St Kilda. I think that will allow him to intercept, fly off. Yep. I'm not worried about memory. I think him as a number one forward, uh, I think Weering will be enough for him. Mm-hmm. Lewis Young versus Cordy should be a very easy win for, yep. for Lewis Young. Yep. Much easier than playing on Tex. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think McGovern will be the X factor. I want to see the team get back to its daring way. That's what I want to see. Get yep. on the front foot, get aggressive, and and get aggressive at the contest as well. Get aggressive at the stoppages, center stoppages, stoppages around the ground as well. Get on the front foot and just go for it. You know, don't don't try to negate the opposition. Get in there and say no, no, we. We're not here about saying, oh, Adelaide, you know, or St. Kilda, you know, they've been playing in good form, but I think it's got to be a case of, no, 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 we're going to show you what we've got because our starts have been like, it's almost like we've been feeling out the opposition in the early part and then going. Whereas I'll just be like, mate, boys, this is, this is what we're about as a football team. Yep. Get on the front foot, get going. I'm, I'm tipping us by, I said six points. Sounds good. I think we'll win by a goal. I think it's going to be a, right. a very, very close game. But I, what what do you want to see yep. from us? Do you want to see that want, daring football again? or, or... I want us to win the first quarter as a start. Yeah, as you great. said, I don't want us to be on the back foot mm. and seeing what St Kilda brings to us. Mm. Let's take advantage, get on the front foot, and then I want to see how we played against North in that third quarter. Yep. Take the game on through the midfield. Yep. Don't hold back. Mm-hmm. Don't let them dictate the pace of the game. Mm. Put them on the back foot because – yeah, they're a great defensive team. They can't score. Don't play the game. Don't play it into their hands like we did against Adelaide. They throw Collingwood, four blokes behind the ball against Harry and Charlie, yeah. and we just kick it to their advantage. Collingwood showed the blueprint. St Kilda can't yep. score if you um, if you don't. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the game very closely, mm. but um, all the talk afterwards move the ball. It was you move the ball fast on St Kilda, correct? But at the same time, if your backline is set, they will struggle yep. to score yep. on you. If they can move the ball on turnover and yep. hurt you in transition, then that's how they will score. The three words or a couple of keep the ball in motion. Yep. Keep it in motion. Do not stop. Work them into the ground and that's how you'll beat them and you'll isolate your your forwards, Harry and Charlie, and and get them that way because that's where the mismatch is, is for St. Kilda in uh, in their back half. So, again, I'm tipping Carlton by six. You think the Saints, Saints are going to get us? Yep. We'll find out very soon. Uh, Pont, it's been a pleasure. How long have we gone for? Nearly, geez, nearly an hour. We could go forever. We could. We Gen- could go forever. Could. We could go forever. But uh, everyone, thank you very much for, for tuning in. Uh, it's much appreciated. You can find this uh, on the Overnight Crowd podcast page on Megaphone. That's it. Is that what it is? That's where we've Sp- migrated all our audio. Spotify and Apple, yeah. though. Spotify and Apple as well. Uh, so make sure you get on that. You can follow the Pont, Nick Negropontis, uh, on the socials as well, uh, you can follow me on the socials too on Twitter uh, at paulseb05, P-L-U-S-E-B-05 on Twitter. We love your feedback. Yes, we would love your feedback as well. Uh, and be sure to check out all the other SEN pages and all the other shows. Uh, much appreciated. Go Blues. Go Blues.